It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. behaving myself. No, I'm not playing in abandoned buildings. What? Again? Now, I suppose you had those people follow me again. Fine. Hey, this is Jimmy Farrow from Monty and the Farrow, and I want to thank all our subscribers. We have now passed 14,000 on our YouTube channel, but I want to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged member of Monty and the Pharaoh. Yeah, that's right, folks. There's three different levels to choose from. There's free shirts. There's free autographs. Just check it out and become a member of Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Later.
All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty DeFaro, only seen here out of indie music television, straight out of Ron Conkama, Long Island, at the board, as always. Spidey in the house. Spidey, how are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you guys doing? You looking refreshed? You ready for today's show? Yeah, it's going to be cool. We're really excited, right? So everybody doesn't know, we have Long Island's own pig farm and studio before we get to that. Farrow, yo. little wrestling news. Rest in peace, Jerry Jarrett. Thoughts on Jerry? Well, obviously a pioneer in the business. Uh, major influence down with uh, Jerry the King Lawler over in Memphis, uh, you know, area. Had a couple of companies, um, as we discussed on This Week in Wrestling, which you can tune in to see tomorrow night. His companies were, uh, they weren't exactly mid-Atlantic. I'm not disparaging his work. Obviously, he was a major player in many aspects of the uh, business, but... I don't know. Remember, I, there was the, the opportunity he could have been the run the WWE if Vince McMahon would have uh, gotten alpha steroids. That would have been so. quite interesting to see what direction he would have taken it in. I don't know. It, I mean, you know, lived a full life. Obviously, he's, uh, his contributions to the business are enormous, and uh, he gave us Jeff. So, rest in peace. Nice. You know, Raquel Welsh, rest in peace, my friend. Whoa. You didn't know this? No, I did not know this. You just named the sexiest woman that ever walked the face of the earth. What are you talking about? She died, passed away yesterday, dude. You didn't know. Wow, I'm surprised. I didn't think you didn't know. Wow. That's the most beautiful woman that's ever lived. That's all there is to it. Anybody who doesn't understand what I'm getting at, what was it, one million years BC or something like that? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I take a look at Raquel Welch in 1966 in that bathing suit, and you tell me that that's not the most beautiful woman you've ever seen. Are you serious? Wow. wow. I anyway, know. I don't know. About, I don't know about that because did you catch Bianca? What Alexa Bo Bliss? No, but did what? you catch Bianca Belair on that, Raw what? on Monday night? Bianca Belair, Raquel Welch. I'm Are you trying Bianca. to make me barf live on air? I'm Are you, you serious? I'm telling you right now. Wow. Bianca Oy. Belair needs to stay as the Raw Women's <laughs> Champion for Mike's rest for the rest of I mean, her I life. Mean, wow, dude. Really, dude? That in is the same sentence as Raquel Welch. I'm going with it. I'm wow. saying it, I'm going with it. Holy armbar, you are wrestling distorted. Little roll call, we got what? Jace in the house, Luce in the house, John, ESO, but ESO catch the after show Baruch. at 10.30, episode number two, right? Nice. Uh, is Chris there? No, can, can, Chris has disappeared. Where is Chris? Chris has done his disappearing. <laughs> oh, okay. Phil, All how right. are you, buddy? Good What's up, to Phil? see you. What is happening? Uh, the first lady in the house. Well, uh, you know what? Maria. Talk about one of the most beautiful women in the world. That okay. The first okay. Lady. That one I'll go with. Fine. So that works. RJ's there. What's a up, mess? RJ? Oh, it's you got to have a mess. Night? You got to have a mess in the house. <laughs> a mess there has to be a mess house. in the house, especially my house. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. I think I saw a new name up here. A new name? Token with Tori. Okay. Token? Like smoking? Oh, to it's Victoria from the studio. Hey, oh, Victoria. Hey, <laughs> she's not smoking. She's working. What's happening? Very good. All right. Very funny. Oh, my God. So, what do you got? Farrow. What do you got? Since you're not into Bianca Belair. I didn't say that. You compared her to Raquel Welch. That was very rough for me to accept, but I'm moving on. Go ahead. That kind of angered you, huh? No, it kind of shocked me. I'm thinking about taking you to the eye doctor. What's wrong with you? Oh, well, God, folks, help me. After a teen suicide, a New Jersey community what? grapples with bullying. Hey. Amid grief I've heard about you. and outrage over the death of Adriana Cooch, 14 okay. students have mounted protest at what the happened? school superintendent. 
has resigned. Whoa. 14-year-old Adriana told her father she could not bear the humiliation after she was attacked by another girl inside her New Jersey high school and a clip of the assault was posted on TikTok. Mm. She said she didn't want to be that girl, gets beat up on the video and made fun of Adriana's father, Michael Cooch, recalled of his daughter saying as they sat in the kitchen of their home in Bayville, can you imagine walking through school with her face beaten, he asked. The day after February 1st assault, Adriana retreated to her room about 10 p.m. and took her own life. Farrow, thoughts on that? You know, we had bullying when we were kids before the Internet, and um, bullying is never fun no matter what age you are, no matter what generation you grew up in. I almost can't relate to this because we didn't grow up in a day and age where you can post someone's humiliation so thousands of strangers can see it. Who am I to judge this girl or how she felt? What's more concerning is that she expressed it to her father and her father, whatever he might have said to, to try to support her, wasn't enough. Uh, it's a sick world we live in. And by the way, if I can clear this up, what you and I do, we do in fun. That's bullying, my friend. For the oversensitive jackasses who think that a wrestling skit is something to take personal. That's hilarious. What is wrong with you? Okay? But as far as that goes, that right there is true bullying. It's very sad, man. I mean, what if we had had the internet when we were growing up with some of the bullying that was... Could you imagine? Dude, I gotta admit, if somebody had posted, like, you know, beating on me or something like that, there's a good chance I might have columbined your ass the next day. That's you understand what I'm saying? Okay. I mean, we didn't grow up in that day and age, but I'm trying to think about it from today's perspective. We have to learn that this machine that we invented, the internet, is something that has flaws because we invented it. We're filled with flaws. Mm -hmm. So stop worshiping it. Stop using it as a false tool for false power. Be a little more organic. And a little less insane, I guess. It's very sad, man. Listen, you're bringing it's up very sad points, but you're taking the gas out of the fucking script. I mean, holy what do you mean? shit. What was I supposed Because I was going to say, speaking of bullies, our friend Ron Shaw isn't happy with us. He seems to like you very much. Ron but Shaw? He seems, he seems to think that, that I'm a, a bully. You're a bully. And now you're making me feel bad. But you didn't. Wait, now hold on. You're making me feel See, bad. See, I, I, I'm, I'm struggling with how I should feel about this because you know I like Ron Shaw. You know that, right? Yeah. But when Ron was on the show, he really came after you kind of kind of hard, didn't he? But he's done a few interviews afterwards. Not a few now. It seems like every week he's doing them. He was just okay. uh, interviewed from a television show, right. a news right. show in Florida. Okay. And he just can't stop talking about... How we continue, not we, me, I right. keep continue to talk about him. We were on that show. We do a very rare appearance right. on other people's podcasts. Mm -hmm. We were on that one show and they brought up Ron Shaw. Right. And they were making fun of him and you and me didn't really stand up for him. No. But I, he, thought, I, thought that, I, thought, I thought I had talked to, as Ron remembers, I had talked to Ron before he came on for the interview. Right. So I thought everything was copacetic, but then Ron still wasn't copacetic. I don't know where to take this, man. I don't know. How do you feel about the whole thing? This is your chance to say something to Ron Shaw. You feel like saying anything to Ron Shaw? No. Anyway. Move uh, on. On our Sorry, page. Ron. On our page. <laughs> on our page, I shared something uh, off the internet which uh, talks about us bullying. I'm not going to read it, but... Um, You're mean. You, You're you made really some mean. really good comments. Someone else that seems to think we're a bully um, would that? be a porn actress. Oh, here we go. What, was, what would you call them? 
not porn. Would you They're say? adult a- entertainers. Adult entertainer. Get it straight. Actress. Have some class here. Go Misha ahead. Montana. Yeah, what about her? Wasn't happy. And, you know, Jared, you wanna you wanna read what Miss uh, Montana oh, no. had to say? Don't do it. All right, fine. Yeah, I can read it. Do it. Yeah, thanks. You like, read well. Thanks, Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, one second. Wait, yeah. uh, Jared, before you start, um, I just want to say that the views that are about to be expressed are not necessarily the views of Monty and the Pharaoh, but a porn star. Go there ahead. He's trying to find All right. it. He's got it. Hit it, Spidey. I won't even reference the podcast that thought it was appropriate to spend 20 minutes talking about how ugly I am and compare my looks to other women in the industry. But I will post my response. Everything I fight for and everything I engage in, I seek to leave a positive impact on this world, and I encourage others to make the choice to spread love and beauty when we are so consumed by hatred. Go into the world and choose to impact people, and choose to impact people in a positive way. That's how you'll be remembered. Spidey, you're such a good reader. Thank you. So, I really, you know, Farrow, after your your speech, which yeah. was very nice, yeah, and after all this this conversation about bullying, yeah, I I thought of this right on the spot right now, and I said, <laughs> you know, uh oh, <laughs> I said people need help out there. And yeah. they need advice. Yeah. And who better to give advice to people in the world than Jimmy Farrow? What? So <laughs> I thought to myself, this fuck? is what I'm going to do. I can't unleash you into the world, okay? Because I really don't well, know. Well, it's too late. I'm already no, out there. No, but what I mean is as <laughs> helping people along. So what I did, now again, what? I know a lot of people what are stealing this. More stealing from Monty and Farrow, but that's okay. Well, what else is new? I took a couple of old Dear Abby Articles. Now, Dear Abby's my hero. I'm what going to read about? them to you, and I'm going to ask you to give this person advice, and then I'll judge if no. I can unleash you in a world where you can help a Ron Shaw you want or me. a Misha Montana. I don't think there's any help for either of them, but well, I'll try. Okay. Go ahead. Are you ready? Yeah, I guess so. All right. Wow, an advice column with the Pharaoh. This is fucked up. Go ahead. Dear Pharaoh, <laughs> about four already. months ago, the house across the street was sold to a father and son, Yeah. or so we thought. We later learned it was an older man, about 50, and a young fellow, around 24. Okay. This was a respectable neighborhood before the odd couple moved in. (laughs) They were all sorts of strange-looking company. Men who look like women, women who look like men. Blacks, whites, Indians. (laughs) Is this a real one? Yesterday, I even saw two nuns go in there. (laughs) Pharaoh, these weirdos are wrecking our property's value. How can I improve on the quality that was once a respectable neighborhood? Okay, judging by your letter, if you really want to increase the value of the property in your area, sell it. You're old. You should mind your own business. Sell the house and get the fuck out of the neighborhood. Who cares what's going on next door? Are they coming over for donuts? What do you care? Mind your own business. Next. Dear Pharaoh, I joined the Navy to see the world. <laughs> I've seen it. Now how do I get out? Oh, you're going to love this answer. Okay, once upon a time there was this guy. All you got to do is just take a big wrench, a big metal wrench, and smash it on your knees. And then you can get out because you can't walk anymore. They can't use you. So your advice is cripple yourself. Yeah, cripple yourself. Very yeah. good. There you go. What All else right. you got? Dear Pharaoh. This is going very well, by the way. All what right. else you got? Dear Pharaoh, my yeah. wife sleeps in the raw. <laughs> then she showers, brushes her teeth, and fixes our breakfast. Still in the buff. Oh, man. We're newlyweds, and there is just the two of us. I suppose there's really nothing wrong with it. What do you think? There's nothing wrong with it. Why did you even bother to fucking write the note? Now go go and have some fun. Hump like an animal. Next. That's it? 
Are you kidding me? That's all you got. The wife is making breakfast naked and you're writing about it? Get back to put the pencil down and pull the pen out! What is wrong with you? Shoot the ink, idiot. Next. Dear Farrell, my husband lost his wallet. It was mailed back and I found it stuffed with snapshots of other women. I confronted him with evidence and he said, as a true Southern gentleman, he refused to muddy the names of the ladies in the pictures. What do I do with this Alabama skunk? Go and get your own collection of guys, and then when he finds your purse, say the same thing to him. Tit for tat. Jared, what do you think? Should I unleash the Pharaoh to give other people advice with their lives? Yeah, I think he's ready. All right, then. Spider has spoken. Well, Rod Sean, Misha Montana, the Pharaoh will be out there if you really need help. Oh, yeah. As you both seem to need. <laughs> Please write Jimmy Farrow at the Monty and the Farrow webpage. That's Monty and A-N-D, the Farrow.com. And ask Jimmy whatever you need for help. Like, wow, dear Farrow, I'm dating a professional wrestler who's a drug addict. How do I stop him? Love, Misha. You can't stop him. He's got a track record. There ain't nothing stopping that dude. Well, You're next. If you didn't <laughs> know it, that it. to the right is the star of the show, Mr. Jimmy Farrow, oh. along with his partner, Hi. Bart Griggs, makes up the band Wisteria Hall. Bart, man. Very good. Uh, Wisteria Hall sings such songs as In My Dreams, <laughs> This Life, Not Far Behind, Here Comes the Rain. Yeah. You can find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page. Hit find that it. like and subscribe. And if we want people to like and subscribe on our YouTube page, what do we do? They hit the like and the Subscribe! Hit that button. Right. That says subscribe. Yeah. It's, and it's there's right a there. thumb that you hit that, that goes says up. like. Yeah, it goes up. Don't hit the down button. Put your glasses on when you're doing this. Hit something. Yeah, well. Get Wisteria Hall's music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube page. Uh, download the music on Spotify, Apple Music, and Reverb Nation. If you didn't know it, you are watching Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Catch Monty and the Pharaoh on the Monty and the Pharaoh YouTube page. Monty and the Pharaoh Facebook Live page. Hear us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Damn. Anchor. Catch us on the Monty and the Pharaoh Twitch TV page. Catch us, if you're lucky enough to live in New York. Lucky enough. Channel 115 every Tuesday at 9 p.m. and Saturday at 11.30 a.m. and Channel 20. Uh, Tuesday, uh, sorry, that would be Wednesday at 7 p.m. Where oh, you Wednesday. will see nice. the band we have in that's Pig right. Farm right. live from New York. Yep. Uh, we live want to York. thank, uh, we have joined a new television broadcasting app. I don't know how that works. What do you, it's an app. Um, I hope you're not going to ask they're, me. They're, they're, they're the first is. broadcast, um, intuitive. So please download that app. It's it's free on there. You've got free documentaries, movies, comedy skits, and Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. AKA so, the bullies. So please I mean, the bullies. The bullies. The bully boys. All right. So we'll be right back with Pig Farm after this message. We shall see you in a rock moment. Sir? Ah. Manscape? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, have you tried the new equipment that's been sent? I'm afraid because it says Weed Whacker. <laughs> I'm scared. Maven, Manscaped. What are you thinking about Love Manscaped, it. dude? Love what it. What do you use it for? Necessity. <laughs> what don't I use it for? Put it this way. <laughs> the only hair <laughs> I have on my entire body is these eyebrows. Yeah. That oh. you see. 
these wow. caterpillars racing to the middle of my nose. That's it. That is it. That's all. That's all I have. And that's all I want. That's the so pick. manscaped. There's a must. We were talking before the show. There's nothing worse than just hair. Yeah. Right. Hair on a woman. Hair on a man. It's just bad. Absolutely. And it's the one thing that the older I get, it starts growing more in unwanted areas. Absolutely. I hate it. I'm going to ask you a question. Uh -oh. Just going to go out there. Oh, boy. Go for it. You're doing a deed. Yes. Again, I don't want you to have to admit this because we, as men, we try not to admit this. But if you're going to uh, go do I a know deed it. on a woman, I know would you rather have her be hairless or a little hair, racing stripe, or <laughs> racing stripe. full retro bush? <laughs> racing well, stripe. Retro bush is out. Yes, thank you. Retro bush is out. Yeah. Um, I don't mind a small, well-manicured landing strip. <laughs> Every now and then, if it's completely, and I'm talking like baby's ass bald, mm. then I, I start, where is that pedophilia line that yeah. I'm, that I'm, I don't, I don't wow. want to wander into that. That's very interesting. Like that. I never thought about wow. that. You're a smart dude. Holy yeah. shit. So if the landing strip is clean enough for the plane to go in smoothly, you're cool with that. If the landing strip is, has, like I said, well manicured, yeah. you yeah. can see both sides. It's not like blinking lights on both sides I, of that. I just don't, I don't want, <laughs> you know, I don't want the shrubbery going off into yeah. unwanted areas on that gotcha. as well. Gotcha. Yeah, oh, look but, what you found. Ooh. I got to be all honest gotcha. though. Hey, the, ah. The, the older I get, though, I don't. I think I don't think I can be as. Uh, I as, found it. Have, I found have it. Have you ever gone down there and like just like you, she slowly brings down the underwear? Then what is retro? Just, Absolutely. Retro. You're like, Whoa. Wow. Yeah, like, like it pops out. Do you like walk out or what do you do? No, I, try, I muster through. I muster up the courage to get through. He's a trooper. Yeah. He's a trooper. <laughs> Gotta give him an yeah, Not all. Not all heroes wear capes. Yeah. I, there you no, go. I hear you. Uh, <laughs> there you listen. I couldn't. I couldn't say. I couldn't say. Well. If you have the same beliefs as Maven does, Manscaped could help you. Absolutely. The weed whacker. Absolutely. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I may have to, like, you know, go in a room, close the door, and hang out with the weed whacker for a little while. Yeah, I think you're a retro guy, aren't you? I like 70s adult films, if that's what you're getting at. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, with Ron that, we're going to take a quick Batman. commercial break, and we'll be back with this wrestling icon, Maven. We will see you in a drop kick second. A uh, drop kick. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. Sport and non-sport cards, wrestling items, autographed items. We buy, sell, and trade. M&J Video Games and Collectibles, located at 1049 Queen Street, Southington, Connecticut. Call us at 1-860-479-9223 or 860-93-GAMES. M&J Video Games and Collectibles. Ladies and gentlemen, Pig Farm.
Yeah! Yeah, baby. Yeah! Thank you, thank you. That one was called Chris Kelvin. Alright, what are we doing Joining Long Island's number one pro wrestler broadcast. Thank you for having us. Appreciate it.
So, to the fans out there, introduce yourselves. So, I am Nick, the vocalist of Pickhard. I am Jeff, the drummer. I am Zach, the bassist. Which make up the band Pig Farm. Yes, sir. Where do you come up with the name Pig Farm? See, there is this band, Isker, that I really like, and they had the song title, A Pig in Every Home. And I'm like, that sounds really fucking cool. So, I'm just kind of playing around with the words. Pig Farm came to mind, and it just sounded like... Metal, dirty, grungy, you know, so just kind of... There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that helped. <laughs> you gotta get some Rocco. Go ahead, man. So we settled on Pickard. There you go. There we go. How long you guys been together? Since 2018. So you guys were in for a couple of years and then the fucking COVID hit, huh? Yep. Yeah. What was, the, what was that like for guys who, you know, you... Look, playing live is, you know, the blood the blood flow of a musician. I mean, what was that like when that shit went down for you oh, guys? Dude, it's rough. It's, it's sad to not play shows in a while, but you know what? The, I think the first show back that we had after COVID was maybe the most packed to drummer club. Not to date, but the most packed to date since COVID. So I think, you know, viewership and crap like that has been going up. Did the off time give you guys a chance to almost like be in an incubator as musicians, as artists, like to create shit when this was going on? Yeah, Nice. Now, Zach, I'm kind of fascinated with this. Being a di being a dinosaur from the old days, I'm fascinated that there's no guitarist in this band. That it's basically you're you're doing a deal. Is this something that's that's more recent? That you know, I, I can't remember the last time I've I've ever seen a band where the bass player is doing everything as far as the guitar work. Is this an original thing, or where'd you get this idea to do this? We don't need guitarists, but the <laughs> idea really came out of necessity because once the band started, we were called something else. We were called God Awful. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! Did you did you tour with They Suck? Was that was it was like one of those deals? Wow! Ooh, that's rough. Okay. So really, how does this happen without a guitarist? Traditionally, there's a guitarist. How's this happen? It happened out of necessity. Originally, I wanted to start this band, and I wanted to be the bassist because I wanted to get back into my main instrument. Okay. And for some reason, finding a guitarist at the time was very difficult for this kind of music. Right. And. Out of nowhere, I discovered uh, something called an AV switch, which allows you to play between two amps. And one of my favorite bands, I Hate God, uses, um, is a very riff-heavy band. And I think, well, if you're going to write riffs, you don't need guitarists. You just need something to come out of it. Right. So most of my riffs come from bass. So it just kind of happened naturally. That right, way. right. Now, how do you guys know each other? Did you meet each other? Or did you, or you guys just uh, put ads out there and that's how you met each other? Like, how does, how does Pig Farm get together? Well, Zach and I have known each other since ninth grade, probably. <clears throat> and how old are we now? We're 28. So this, this is going back like 11, 12 years or so. Mm. But Jeff, why don't you tell us? I just met these strangers in 2018 or whatever, so. Just met these strangers in 2018. <laughs> we just picked them up on the road somewhere. What, what is the, uh, what is it like for a band nowadays as far as the schedule? Are there a lot of ba bars? Is it a good scene? I mean, back in the day when I played, it was insane. But I'm just curious, is there a good scene nowadays or is it more the internet? Like, you know, you rely on some, you know, internet publicity. Like, what's it like being in a band nowadays? 
You know, it, it takes a lot of getting out there, networking. Um, you know, you really have to talk to people with that. Because, like, like the scene, it's kind of hit and miss. Because you'll get some shows where, you know, it's fully packed, everybody's there, it's an awesome time. Sometimes it's a lot lighter crowd, but, you know, you just gotta keep spreading the word of your band and just keep putting yourself out there. Quality of audience, not quantity. Exactly. What would you describe your music as being if you were forced to describe what kind of style you guys are? I like to call ourselves like a dumb Black Sabbath. A dumb Black Sabbath? <laughs> yes. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting. Okay, okay. Now, your type, your type of music, right? It, it, um, I don't know if I consider it, it wouldn't be mainstream. So is it hard to find the audience or is it more popular than I think? I, I would say this kind of music, like stoner metal, sludge, doom, like I've been seeing a huge rise in that, like so many festivals are being booked for that specific kind of genre. Um, as far as mainstream goes, I wouldn't say you would hear it on like BLI or anything, but there's... BLI? Yeah. We're not that old! BLI! <laughs> we but, come from BAB, bro! What the BLI? B -A -B. Oh my god. There's definitely anymore. an audience for this kind yeah. of music, and I feel like no matter what you do, as long as you put the passion into yeah. it, people will come to it and yeah. find the connection to it. Are there any other bands out there that, that specialize? I know I'm, I'm fascinated with just the bass. Is there other bands that are out there that are like, you know, big time? With just bass? Yeah, I'm just style? curious. I, haven't, I, don't, I can't remember ever seeing anything like it. Um, well, uh, we've been compared to, of course, the White Stripes. Okay. Because, you know, just a guitarist. And a that, that's very true. Very um, true. I've been compared to, um, I believe, the Royal Thunder. Okay. Because they're also just a bassist and drummer, I believe. Or a guitarist and drummer. I'm not exactly sure. But um, another great band is Telekinetic Yeti, which is just a guitarist and drummer. Okay. Uh, there, there's a lot of bands. So there is, very, there is stuff out there. There's a lot of bands very innovative about this mm -hmm. recently. As far as technology has come, um, I feel like people are pushing themselves to be more creative about it. Nice, nice. Now, Nick, who's your influences as far as vocals go? So some of the biggest bands that like influence my vocals would be, as he previously said, I Hate God. Buzz Oven is a huge one. Like I listen to like a lot of like crust punk and sludge, so it's just like dirty, gritty, and um, you, you know it's just kind of like in your fucking face. You know, very abrasive, mm -hmm. sort mm -hmm. of like like just like violent. Right. But you, you know, just really anything heavy. Spaz is another great influence of mine. Right. So the bands I can name could be countless. Nope. You guys are playing. You guys are playing all a couple of venues, mm. stuff like that. Is it all guys showing up this thing? Are there any decent-looking women showing up to this stuff? Or is it like it's a slim picking? Please say yes. <laughs> You're not going to like my answer. Oh, it, no. It it's a bunch of sweaty of dudes. Time, with, it, but what we said? There are some beautiful ladies that come okay, out to the okay, crowd. So okay, okay. I, I will Fair enough. that. Okay. But, okay. you know, you just get a lot of bu a bunch of guys who just want to go into the mosh pit, throw <laughs> themselves go. around, sure. and, you know. But, sure. I mean, isn't, look. But enough about me. You're, you're, a, I mean, you're, yeah. a, you're a lead singer, right? It's yeah. like, isn't the dream, like, to be playing on stage, making lots of money, and then having every hot woman out there? Well, that's anybody's dream. They don't even have to be a yeah, singer. Yeah, you don't have to be in a band <laughs> to love that. No, but I, I, no, I get it, right? But my point is, is like, you know, you're playing, and like you said, you're in a sausage fest. I mean, how do you break out of that? <laughs> I couldn't oh tell God. you how you break out what? with Pick that. Form. I mean, Sausage. I guess you just kind of go with the flow. 
Yeah. You know, you just appreciate the people that show up. You love yeah. the crowd. Sure. You know, they always have great energy. Sure. You know, guys or girls. So. But yeah, well, but, but like, more. so here's my worry, right? It's such <laughs> slim pickings, goes. and when finally something comes walking through the door, if it does look like a pig farm, you might be like, "Hey, I'm hooking up. I'm in there." Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I want to hear from the drummer. Hey, What's it like being the drummer? Hey, chicks love drummers, dude. Don't kid yourself. Yeah, chicks love drummers. It's very cool. <laughs> it's very you got, Wait a minute, you got up to say that? That's it? I could have said that from back there. Okay. So what is it yeah, like? It's more meaningful behind the mic. Why, are we, why am I hearing me twice? It's hard enough hearing me once. What I the know, fuck's right. going on here? So how many, how many, how many uh, venues do you guys have at a... At a, at a any given time within a month? Well, we um, cut back sort of a little bit just to uh, like write new stuff, but we're still playing shows. But at a point like a month or two ago, we were like playing a show every weekend, sometimes like two. So it's busy, uh, busy but fun and rewarding. Now, how many nights a week you guys get together to practice to show up in your craft? Not, not even enough, but I guess enough to sound okay. Okay. <laughs> We probably practice like once every two, three weeks if really? we're lucky. So wow. we got to do it more. But you, but you get, but you're gigging a lot though too. So yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like you know anything is getting rusty. So okay. who controls the money in the band? Right? Oh, With any go. business, who's in charge of the money and who's the businessman in there? So how does that work, Zach? Uh, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how hard is it to you know I would. I was fortunate back in the day. I was able to make some good cash, you know, gigging out. But how hard is it to get a good paying gig nowadays? Because it wasn't, it wasn't that hard 30, 40 years ago. But I would assume it's, it's a lot more difficult now. It is. It can be very difficult, as Nick uh, stated previously, that um, some shows are, like, hit and miss. Right. And with a lot of shows that we play, it's who comes to see you. So right. Sure. So people will tally down, like, people come to a door, they say which band they're there to see, and they tally it. And that's how the bands will be paid. Right. Um, and sometimes you get stuck with doors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I have to do the doors, which sucks. Oh but, my God! Um, you're doing the door? Yeesh. Yeah. Well, then again, you could just, you know, they could say that they're coming to see another band, and you could just put it in the pig farm slot. Uh, I oh, come on! You know. Well, that's yeah. a, a, honest, Abe. Very so, nice. do you guys travel out of state? Um, uh, do you, do you get? Will. How does social media help you guys build your band? Great thing about social media is that obviously you can connect with so many other people sure. like instantly. Um, if yep. people want to book a show in New Jersey, Connecticut, we're actually having our first out-of-state show in Connecticut at the cellar in uh, what town was it? Uh, Somewhere in Connecticut. Go see it. There you go. <laughs> um, Connecticut at the cellar, uh, March 25th is our first out-of-state show. Other than that, we've only been upstate. I don't even know the towns on Long Island. How many <laughs> That's very cool. There's signs usually. They'll, they'll tell you where you are. That's very South Carolina, man. I can't read. Now, do you, for, do, you, do you foresee you guys advancing your music and ch maybe changing a little bit, making maybe writing some love songs or anything love like that? Love songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After they get the shit out of their pocket that they found. Go ahead. Uh, we had a love song called Skinny Girl once. Skinny Girl? Yeah. How flattering. Did she like it? It was about cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she was skinny. Yeah. All right, that explains it. So who does the writing of the music? I mean, we pretty much write our own parts, right? I mean, 
Yeah, yeah, we each take on our own bit. Like, I'll do all the lyrics for the band. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Jeff does all that. Mm -hmm. Zach is the riff master. He is. Okay. He is. Now, do you guys disagree on your writing at all? Or does someone say, hey, change it? Because I know you he, go through that. He's not a yes. He's going no. Because I know Wait, you go no. through that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. Not with Bart. He's great. I can admit that I'm very stubborn about a lot of parts that I really like. Okay. But they. Bring... But usually it's the right direction anyway. So it's... Yeah. Very nice. We're all on the same page. Very nice. I mean, we always trust Zach's judgment with stuff because he, he really knows like, like what's going to sound good. So. Yeah. Yep. Like wow. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about you. Let them, you know, but enough about yourself. Let them talk about you for a while. Yeah, there you go. You guys want to... <laughs> Zach, you're a beautiful man-child. <laughs> you're just beautiful. You're just beautiful. You're oh, God, they're having a love fest live on Monte in the Faro. You guys want to tell us about your, uh, your debut full-length album here, uh, We Fall to the Ground? How long did this take to make? Um, recording, it took less than two days. Nice, um, nice. The preparation... How a much little time? bit, yes. Um, yeah. Tabbing out all the songs, having scratch tracks, stuff like that, knowing all of our parts, of course. Um, but our songs are stupid simple. Because <laughs> so, you're a dumb black Sabbath? Is exactly, we getting back to that? Yes. Okay. Uh, so it okay. Made it much easier for us to uh, record it. But really, um, the mixing took a while because I wanted certain like little things like sure little nitpicky things sure but i can't say more than enough how much we appreciate the work that our friend uh jason put into it mm -hmm. uh from ruby studios gotcha it, he polished it up and made it sound better than we could have imagined mm -hmm. now when i first met you the the thing that we bonded over immediately and i wanted i want you to tell the audience how do you how do you feel about black sabbath Fucking love Black Sabbath, bro. Yeah, because I can hear it in your style. So I was just curious as to how deep. And same thing for the drums too, by the way. I hear Bill Ward going on sometimes in there. What is what is a band like Black Sabbath who broke up decades before you guys were born? What do you guys think about you know that whole time period? Do you sometimes wish you made? Well, you'd be old now, but do you sometimes wish you could have been around for some of that shit? Definitely wish I was around for like a, some of the shows and shit with the Black Sabbath, but. Uh... You know, we're still able to hear him on YouTube, and, you know, there you it's go. good enough for us. Like, yeah. How sick would it have been to just see Black Sabbath back in the day? No. When, when it's, like, playing, like, bars and shit right. like that? Right, right. Yeah. I always think about that. Like, yeah. Nasty. Yeah. So, who was your favorite lead singer of Black Sabbath? Ooh. Ooh. Well, you got Ozzy, you got Ronnie James Dio, you got Ian Gillen, you got Tony Martin, you got Glenn Hughes. There's a bunch there. Probably Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. He's a little gravelly, though, for Black Sabbath, don't you think? <laughs> I think he made it work, though. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen and Black Sabbath? How about I'd rather be shot dead at dawn? Uh, please. Spring, Springsteen rules, dude. He sounds like he's taking a shit, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, my God. Anyway. With whatever. that, we're going to take a commercial. <laughs> we'll be back with Pig Farm. You guys play a couple more songs for us. We'll be right back. Glory days. Oh, be right back. And Nitro's Garage, for all your automotive needs, call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage, ask for Jack.
Do you treat your dog as part of the family? <laughs> well, so do we. So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Party Pup Info, and let us make your pup's party or any celebration perfection. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine, New York attitude, good fucking wine. Yeah. Jimmy, I gotta take a dump. What? No, I mean I need a dumpster. <sighs> well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental. Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. Hmm. You need a body shop? You need engine repair? Auto Excellence. Collision Specialists. 631-261-6420. That's 631-261-6420. Auto Excellence. Hey folks, this is Wolfie D here, and if you are looking to buy or sell a home in Tennessee or Southern Kentucky, you're going to want to call my buddy, the rock star realtor, Benji Bowie. And you say, Wolfie, how do I get in touch with this rock star? Well, you can call him directly at 615-390-8216. You can go to his website, BowieHomes.com. That's B-U-I-E Homes.com. Or you can email him at BenBowie34 at gmail.com. B-E-N-B-U-I-E 34 at gmail.com. When you need a home, you need the Rockstar Realtor. Tell him Wolfie sent you. Benji is a member of Exit Realty's Garden Gate team in Gallatin, Tennessee. All right, welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast where we have our special guest, the band Pig Farm. Before I say anything, though, Matthew Holland saying, rest in peace, Jimmy Farrow. He's going to die on February 24th, 2026. You've got about three years left. Who wrote that? Uh, that would be Matthew Holland. I'll be waiting for you when you go downstairs. With that, it's Pig Farm. Screaming! They're coming for me! 
Sun goes and doesn't stay long! Sirens come and sing their love song! Play the game of the dog and the goal. I know there is something I know I don't know. Stuck on the rock in the mess with the light, but the wake day and night. It doesn't stay long! Sirens come and sing their love song! song tonight. This one is called We Put Our Heads Down.
forever Trying to turn up something Something new I want to tell to you Our river's ending Every single time drop Can't stay the floor Hard to start your life We fall to the ground Some days We bite our heads down But we're playing it separate Tough times Cause the pity I know We wrote a song And it sounded so lovely We forgot all the words That forgot how it goes time guys where can people find your music and where can they find pig farm you can find pig farm on long island for the time being but you can find our music literally anywhere apple music spotify Bandcamp, uh, zach what, what else are we on youtube and that's that thank you guys for having us on it's been a blast Thank you for Thank having you. The coming on. For you are, sure. You Jimmy, are, what do you, you got? Are most you welcome. Send us on our way here? Yeah, let's send this out. And don't forget, we fall to the ground. Pig Farm, seek it out. Own it. We'll see everybody next Thursday. Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. And let's not forget upcoming shows where we've got Sinister Minister <laughs> in studio. He is Sinister. And then the one no one wants to miss, former host... Wolfie D, oh, who had boy. his own show oh, on our network, here and we, we go. had a falling out with him, will be in with his partner, Dundee. Yeah, Jamie. Jamie yeah, Dundee. Yeah, yeah, Jamie. PG-13. Hey, Jamie. Mm-hmm. There is real heat between us and Wolfie. Yeah. We love Jamie. Yeah. We're not fans of Wolfie. You ain't telling no lies. This go could on. be real fun for the yeah. fans at home yeah, because this, we're this keeping could be. it real. This could be. But, hey. You've had you've had to deal with Marty. I've had to deal with Chris Masters. I think we're good. There you go. I think we're good. Don't forget ESO episode number two, the after show at ten thirty. Please stay tuned in. We want to again 
thank you so much, Pig Farm, for coming in studio. You know what? I wasn't sure I was going to be a fan of your music, right? Because it's just not my thing because I'm old and everybody knows <laughs> that. But I'm old. I will tell you. Loved it, man. Loved it. What an honor it was to have you on. We're honored to be here. Jimmy, you've been watching Pig Farm and Monty and the Pharaoh. And until next week, later.